Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we have a wonderful guest, Naya Jones, talking all things entrepreneurship, mental health, and journaling, which just about sums up her business and brand inside then out. Naya is an entrepreneur with a passion for self-care and personal growth. As someone who has always struggled with opening up to others, she fell in love with journaling at a young age and used it as an outlet to release her thoughts and feelings onto paper. Naya was on her own personal journey to become more intentional in her life, so she created the journal that she wanted for herself. But soon after, she realized how helpful it would be for others too. And so, Inside Then Out was born and it was born to represent prioritizing what's inside first. This conversation was so empowering and so much fun, and I think it will align with so many of you girls. So let's get right into it. Welcome, Naya. Introduce yourself to the girls. Hi, it's so nice to meet you, and thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, My name is Naya. I am the founder of Inside Then Out, 
it is a wellness brand designed to help you be more intentional in your daily life. We primarily sell guided journals, but other products that really help with introspection and reflection. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, I started the brand in 2020 just because it was a period of my life where I wanted to be more intentional in my life. Before that, I also went to school at Johns Hopkins University where I studied public health. And also around the same time I started my business, I was also working at Meta slash Facebook full time um, in their business operations. So I was balancing that for a while. But last year, just made the decision to go full time um, inside and out. So I've been doing that for about a year now. And it's just been an amazing journey ever since. Wow. Congrats on that shift to doing it full time. That must have been crazy having like, <laughs> you know, jobs and your business, but that's the hustle. That's business. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was definitely a lot, especially because we were working remotely and I had just started my first job out of college. So I was just still navigating what it's like to be in corporate America, but also having like this passion project on the side that was growing really fast. Was just a crazy experience, but definitely learned a lot and was so happy when I decided to make the leap because it's definitely made my life a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, my God, I bet, I bet that probably feels amazing. But I want to know more about your journey because of, of how this even came to be your journey with self care, your journey with journaling. That's like a yeah. little tongue twister there. But I know you began really your journaling process after struggling to open up, especially at a younger age. So how did did that first click or begin? Was it just like an internal calling or did you have like guidance, a mentor, someone who kind of helped you in that area? Yeah. So it's crazy because there's a few parts in my story, which is like one have been journaling since I was a little girl. I've been writing as long as I could write. Like I've always kept a journal. Um, but one thing that I noticed, especially as I began to get older and like get into high school and college I feel like my journal became like a very depressing space I like mm. you know had a hard time opening up to people and I was always talking about like the bad or negative things that were happening in my life and looking at past journals I'm like dang like what was wrong with you but it was <laughs> my space to really like process what was going on and then like flash forward to 2020 this is like in the midst of the pandemic right after I graduated college for the pandemic, what it did for me was it kind of forced me to slow down. Like I've always been a really busy body, very like ambitious person. But for the first time in a long time, I sat back and I was like, why am I doing the things I'm doing? Like, what is my purpose? Like, what do I really want out of my life? Like, why don't I feel like happy and joy or alignment? Um, so during that period, it was me really reading a lot and reflecting and writing. And I realized through that process, I was like, I'm sure a lot of other people go through something similar. Um, so for me, I had a list of questions that I had wanted answers to. And it was originally just for me, like it was my own experience. And I was like, you know what, like, I'm sure other people like would benefit from a guided journey to kind of ask themselves these big life questions that like, we all tend to ask ourselves at some point, or sometimes we don't even know to ask ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the idea for inside and out came about. And the crazy thing about that idea too, is that like, I just immediately knew that like, this was what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And like started working on it. Like, I think I've had 
many business ideas in the past and I've always like written them down. And I was like, yeah, like maybe one day I'll be an entrepreneur. Um, but I think writing it down or like thinking of ideas is like very different from doing it. And I just knew immediately, like, this is what I needed to do. And then launched the business three months later. Didn't even have product yet, but I was like, pre-order. Um, we oh. have this brand, this, but yeah. That's very cool. That's very cool. So that was actually a question that I was going to ask you was like, did you always want to start a business or do you feel like entrepreneurship just kind of fell in your lap? Yeah, it's it's a little bit of both, right? So I I always been a little bit business minded. Um, I knew that I wanted to start a business at some point in my life, but I always thought it was something that was going to happen later. And I never knew what industry I was going to be in, right? So I studied public health in college. I was like, am I going to do something health related? Like I had all these different interests, um, but I didn't know what that looked like. And I definitely thought that I was going to be climbing up the corporate ladder for a lot longer and thought like, oh yeah, like when I get older, maybe I'll start a business when I have enough experience or whatever that may be. But it was kind of, the timing was not like, oh yeah, I need to start a business right now. It's just like, no, this is like something that we need. And it felt kind of crazy because we were in the midst of the pandemic. And this was also a period of time where like the economy wasn't doing so well. A lot of businesses were closing um, or struggling. And people were like, you're going to start a business now. It's like, yes. And I think it was the perfect timing because similarly, I think a lot of other people, you know, took time to themselves during the pandemic and it kind of forced them to be more introspective as well. Wow. That's a first of all, <laughs> so, how old are you again? I'm 25. I just turned 25. Okay. Okay. I'm just like very impressed. One thing that I always pay attention to is like when I feel like someone is like me, like an old soul. And I just feel like that's the vibe that I'm getting from you. (laughs) I'm like listening to you and I'm like, wait, I feel like she's referring to a time where she was like 21, 22. Yeah. When I I started, I think I was, I was either 21 or 22 years old when I started. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you should be so proud. But of I feel like also being an entrepreneur really like ages you. It does. Yeah. It really does. Like there's so many things that you have to learn and process. And like you just grow. Like when you're growing your business, you're also growing yourself so much. Um, so a lot of times when I do speak to other entrepreneurs, I feel like that similar energy of yeah. like, yeah, like we've had to go through a lot and we grow well, from that. In a completely different light, it's like having your first baby. Like it's obviously I am not going to compare it to childbirth. I'm not going to compare it to fatherhood. So no one got it twisted. I'm not saying that. But it's your first responsibility of like, if I don't take care of this thing, it will crumble. Like it'll go. So like I have to, I'm responsible for this thing. And it's the first time probably in a person's life where they have, you know, like, a hundred percent of like the, the reliability on this thing is on you basically. Right. So yeah. It's almost in a sense that like, say that you're young, you know, 21, 22, you're given this respons- responsibility that you have to grow up. You have to step into that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it's so true. It's so true. It's definitely my baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I want to also talk about social media because nowadays social media is the direct tool for people to really scale their business. I mean, I'm seeing it every day, even now with things like TikTok shop, like mm-hmm. things are just changing. You can buy 
items through social media, like people's personal social media pages. So how has social media been for you? Are you, did you have any viral moments? What's that journey been like? Yeah. Social media has definitely been incredibly important. And as I mentioned, like I worked at Meta slash Facebook. So I always knew like the importance of social media. I remember when I was first starting as employees at Facebook, we get like some ad credits every month that you can use. And I remember I was like running ads with a little bit of ad credits in the beginning. I'm definitely pushing content on Instagram. And then like within a little bit less than within a year in starting my business, I was like, maybe I should be on TikTok. And I remember posting a video. It was so simple. Like I laugh at it now because to me, it was like really low quality, but I posted a video. I was literally like throwing the journal on the bed and like flipping through the pages, but I had like captioned it with like my story and like why I created this journal and like who it's for. And like, I hope people love it. And like that video ended up going viral on TikTok And at the time I was still fulfilling from my home and we completely sold out of inventory within two days. I think at that time I had like a thousand journals in stock. Again, still very small, like fulfilling from my parents' garage um, and completely blew out of inventory. And I remember just like freaking out. I'm like, oh my gosh, like how am I going to get all these orders out? Um, But it was just amazing. And then I think since then we've definitely continued to lean on TikTok as just like a way to storytell Um, And also just like spread like encouraging messages about like mental health and wellness. And that's been really, really good for us. Yeah. Wow. I feel like that's like such the the typical standard, like in my parents' garage, like (laughs) like, all the way from the bottom, working your way up. Like I, it's such a, like a real, you know, one thing I always say is like, cliches become cliches because they're true like a cliche isn't just like oh yeah so cliche no it's like yeah well honestly it became that standard because it's so true and so I feel like when you hear someone talk about starting a business they always say like oh what out of your parents basement out of your parents yeah (laughs) and it's like that's literally exactly that's literally and and it's so it's so true because I think from a lot of founders, I think a lot of us just come from like humble beginnings, not everybody, right? Um, Some people have like a lot of support or like financial investment, but people who are like bootstrapping their business, a lot of times it's like you are trying to save money so that you can invest in this business that you see growing in the future. And saving money might mean like you're moving in back with your parents or like you need space. And I remember I was packaging orders like we had boxes everywhere mm-hmm. in that garage. Um, and I'm, I'm sure they're so happy that I've like now moved out and like have a fulfillment center, <laughs> but definitely started from very humble beginnings. Yeah, I'm sure. Wow. And, you know, of course you say like, I'm so glad I'm out of that or they're probably so glad, but it's also like you wouldn't do it any other way. And you have to pay your dues. Like this is what I think is a big problem with a lot of young I would hate to even call them entrepreneurs because it's almost like disrespectful to real entrepreneurs, but like these young, like business minded type of people who want to start a business, they want to do certain things, but they won't go through the trenches. Like, what do you have to say, you know, to to people like that? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life. And no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest 
and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. Yeah, I think the thing is it's not always glamorous. And I think at the end of the day, when it's something that you're really passionate about, usually I can tell like when speaking to entrepreneurs, I can tell when they started a business out of like a personal passion or something that they were really good at versus people who are like, I want to make a quick dollar. Like, yeah, like I want to quit my job. I hear entrepreneurship is like the way to go. Like I see a big difference in the energy. And sometimes that really does translate to your success because I think when you create a brand that really like comes from your heart, people resonate with it way more than someone who just created a business because they want to create an extra stream of cash flow. And again, like to each his own, I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but I think, again, your heart is not always in it. And sometimes that does translate. I think my biggest thing is I can, again, I can tell when you're interested, if you're really passionate, you're going to do those things. Like you're going to be able to work from your parents' garage. You're going to learn new skills. Something too that happens is, when you start like being successful, people will come to you and ask you for a lot of advice. And I had so many conversations with people in the early stages where it's like, it feels like I wasted my time because I have not seen any business start since then. And I realized it's because they're almost looking for someone to hold their hand through the process or that they want someone 
to teach you or do it for you. And like, oh, this is what I did. This is exactly what you need to do. But everybody's journey is a little bit different. And it's important to know that there's so many resources out there. You just have to go out and find them. Oh my God. You are speaking to my (laughs) motherfucking soul right now. I I honestly have stopped helping people in that way. And you know what? It's sad because there are probably people with very good and true intentions, but it's the other people have ruined it for everybody. Because here's the thing. It's even like my podcast, for example, the amount of girls who are like, I really want to start a podcast. What did you do? Yeah, girl. I Googled how to start a podcast. Yes, literally. (laughs) I literally Googled Googled. How do I set up an ad account? How do I start marketing on social media? How do I get an EIN? Like there's like everything is Googleable. Everything. And it's free. It's free to find out this information. So instead of, you know, wasting someone's time that they already spent doing the work, do the work, you know? I mean, it's, I think what it comes down to is that people look for shortcuts and they want Mm -hmm. an easy way to do a hard thing. And Mm -hmm. it's just not possible. There is no easy way, especially if you want to do it the right way. Because even if I sent you my blueprint template, then what? Then you're going to need help on the creative end because you don't even know what you're trying to do. Exactly. And something that I realize is like, you know, you always want to help people, especially when you get to a stage where you can or when you have learned something, but you also have to like protect yourself and your yep. boundaries. And so for me, I realized I'm not really helpful to people who are in their ideation phase. So when they're just like, oh yeah, I want to start a podcast or, oh, I want to start a business. I think I'm way more helpful. It's like they already have a business. They're already doing marketing. They're already doing this, but they have a very specific question that they haven't been able to figure out that they would then want to ask me. That is a place where absolutely I want to help people. Like I want to pay for it. There's so many moments too, where I have questions and I need help. Like we all do. I just think it's like, you know, like you said, nobody's going to hold your hand when you're in the beginning. There's so much information like, please watch a YouTube video. Like people do this for a living where they share information and it's so free and accessible. And I think about like years ago, people starting business probably had such a harder time. And it's so beautiful that we have so much access to information. You really just have to go out there and get it. And again, I think you naturally will when you know that this is what you're supposed to do. And you know that like, you know, there's a sense of urgency that you're talking about. Cause I similarly felt that I was like, I need to do this now. And I'm going to spend as much time as I need to, to really get this done because of this is something that I want to put out into the world. Oh, so good. So true. So true. Speaking of being passionate and being so connected, I want to talk about your products specifically, because I see that you have so many products now. So you have planners, digital journals, even a water bottle, like you've expanded probably so much more than what your ideation phase was like when you just had an idea, you know, now you have all of these things. I actually have my own set of inside than out goodies. Oh, and I was so excited about them because they are so cute. So I have the transparent sticky notes, which I'm obsessed with. I've never seen anything like them. And I love them. They're so cute. 
I have the Aquarius journal and oh, that I was cool because I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> so it came with like Aquarius journal prompts and all that. Um, and then I have the notes to self journal and the dig deeper journal, which I do want to talk more about the dig deeper journal, but we will get into that one after this. So firstly, being that this was something you're so passionate about, how did this specific line of products come to be? Like which one came first? How did everything yeah. else follow suit? Yeah. So we actually launched with the Better Everyday Journal. And I don't think it's one of the ones you have, but okay. it is a guided journal designed for self-love, reflection, and growth. And when I first launched the business, this was like my only product for the first year. That was like my baby at the time. And then it's crazy because when I had launched with that product, um, at first I was still unsure. I was like, can you launch a business with one product? Answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then like when I started um, selling them, I had sold out within the first month and a half of having stock, which was crazy. We did start small. I had like 500 journals at the time. We sold out very quickly. And then I was sold out for like a few months and I was like, oh gosh, like, you know, I sold out right before Christmas time and this is terrible. And so many people were telling me like, oh, you need to expand or just sell like t-shirts or sell bags or whatever it is. Like you have to keep the momentum going. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was like, my gut was like, no, like you need to stick with it. Like when the journals come, the journals come um, and you, cause I think for me, Again, I was trying to create a brand that was inspiring people to be intentional. I had to be really intentional with everything that I put out into the world. Um, and I had to take time to really understand like my business, what my mission was, and also like who my customers were. So that to me didn't mean rushing and expanding our products. It meant really honing in on what we have and learning on how to improve it. Um, come year two in my business, that's when I started like introducing new products, but still like at a very slow and steady pace. And that's mostly like things that I cared about, but also like listening to other people and what they need. Like we always have a survey out on our website. that's like, what else would you like to see from us? Um, and that's how you have to see the introduction of a lot of like other journals, like the Notes to Self and also the Zodiac are just like blank journals that kind of allow you to go into your own pace. I really like that with the Zodiac journals. It has a journal prompt card that's like very specific to your Zodiac sign though. Um, and it's meant for you to really just like understand like some of your characteristics, the good and the bad that you might resonate with in your sign and like start to process some of those things as well. Um, and then the Dig Deeper journal also that was released. I don't know if that was like a year ago about a year ago and that was also like some of the feedback I was hearing is that they wanted the guided journal experience but not everybody wanted to journal every single day um or wanted that that like predated so we decided to release an undated version and that's how the dig deeper journal came about but everything is like super intentional takes a lot of thought and I also like rely on my gut a lot too which is like is this right is this us moving too fast or does this really resonate with the brand that I'm trying to create. Mm. Yeah. I mean, a woman's intuition. <laughs> you, yeah, you always, right? you always yeah. it's so funny, like, because not to go too off topic, but I talk so much about masculine and feminine energy. And one thing that I always say is like, 
first of all, of course, the balance is so important. And for me, I think building a business and starting business is all about doing. So that's obviously your masculine energy. And like, you're literally creating something with all of your masculine energy being put into it in order to actually execute it and get it done. However, like, then comes the the feminine energy into it where like, when you're actually creating, you're actually creating from like the soul, the intuition, you're doing something that brings you just more peace, which ultimately is all about feminine energy. And so what you just said right there, like, you know, I basically pick my products like almost from my intuition from my gut telling me that whole thing is a true balance of your masculine and feminine energy and I think that that's a huge way for people to also naturally build and run a business without overthinking and like over consuming so much information online because like you said People will say, oh, you need to keep the momentum and you need to come out with five, 10 products, whatever. But in your gut, you said no. And I think also it comes down to like when you create something that you care more about just money, you make a lot more informed decisions, Mm -hmm. right? Because yeah, I did lose out on money for being sold out for months. And yeah, I probably could have done a print on demand t-shirt or whatever it is that people were recommending me doing. Um, but it didn't feel right. And I think sometimes it's hard for us to explain. It's like, my gut's telling me no, right? Sometimes, luckily, I don't have investors. I say that because in investors, you can't tell investors like, oh, yeah, my gut's telling me no. (laughs) Probably a lot more research behind every decision that you make. Um, But I definitely rely a lot on my gut and just feeling because again, it's like, you know, you want to create something out of intention. And I think sometimes your gut is right and your your gut is protecting you. And it comes from all of your experiences and your knowledge that you've collected over time. So totally, totally. So like I said, I wanted to dig deeper into the dig deeper <laughs> journal. Split up into six parts, intention, healing, gratitude, presence, purpose, and growth. Now, each one of these parts has their own set of questions and journal prompts. How did you come up with these six parts and what is the relevance to them? What is the relevance of them to someone's journaling becoming more intentional? Yeah, I think it came from a place of one, just like having an understanding of someone's journey, like their wellness journey and what topics come up for people right on a day-to-day basis like what is going to equally allow them to reflect on their past but also focus on being present and also setting goals for the future so it's very much a balance between all three of those and then the the sections itself really came from one just like my own personal experiences and journey and then two also leaning in on like research and other mental health resources and also just like reading a lot and writing a lot myself like I definitely collected a lot of information um before deciding to move forward with like both the um the themes and the prompts but it it really was coming from a place of like how does someone process their life and like how do we allow them to think about things on a very holistic level, because a lot of times when we approach journaling, sometimes it's coming from a place of, oh yeah, like I want to reflect on the bad things that happened to me. Or even like when they're creating gratitude um, practices, I think that is extremely amazing. But I wanted something that's like, how do you 
really think through a lot of the life questions that you have so that you can be more intentional and really just having a deep understanding of yourself, right? How do I understand the things that have happened to me so that I can be the best version of myself today? Mm. Wow. So good. It is so intentional. Like hearing how, you know, at one thing leads to the next, it it's really helpful, I think, especially for beginner, like journaling, you know, um, stages. I think a lot of people like the idea, but they don't know <laughs> how to start. You know, they like, yeah. they want to just journal, which I think free journaling is perfect too. Just like yeah, up, whatever, like brain dump comes to you, whatever is laying on your heart. I do think that that's great because it's organic and it's genuine and it's what's coming to the heart. But I also think with things like this, you help people think deeper because Mm -hmm. they're only journaling with what is consciously coming up for them. Whereas these questions or these sections, you know, being brought up will have them digging deeper, hence the name, (laughs) and answering questions that they never even thought about, you know, like having to talk about things that would never have come up in a free, you know, journaling. So I think that the guided the guidance that that journal specifically offers when I was looking through it you know I was like wow this is actually really cool I I actually wait I think like I remember that I when I looked at the very first one I keep looking to the side because I had the journal there I had the cleaning lady come the other day now, of course <laughs> is the journal sitting there anymore no just, but it was just right there um but I think when I opened it it was like the very first question was like who do you want to be or something like that do you know what I'm referring to yeah it is it's one like, of the first questions. yeah it's like yeah. the first one and I was like okay like you're really <laughs> you're getting, like, yeah you're getting it <laughs> yeah like right it's there. so true yeah it's so true and even me like I go through the journals myself like at my own pace and sometimes I even though I wrote them and I know the questions it's like sometimes it still like catches me I'm like oh you're checking me today like there's this one question it's like what confrontations are you avoiding I'm like oop like <laughs> you know it just like makes you think about these things and I, I definitely agree with what you said too I don't think there's one right way to journal I think it's about providing people resources like I like completely support free journaling I free journal for like majority of my life, right? Um, I think it's nice to have a guided experience, especially for people who may be new to journaling or again, like don't really know where to get started. I think it's really helpful to like ask yourself these questions because again, you might not, you don't normally wake up in the morning and like, yeah, like what confrontations am I avoiding today? Or like, yeah. who am I? <laughs> we don't do that, right? So sometimes it's good to have like that place where you can really like dig deeper into yourself and really just like, it's a way to grow as a person. Right. Um, but also it's like, yeah, create space where you are just reflecting on your own. I definitely support like whatever practices work best for you. I just see this journal as like additional resource if you need it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I loved it. So now all this time later, you know, you started this brand three years ago. It's literally all in regards to mental health. So not only are you a successful entrepreneur and someone who really is advocating for journaling and mental health, but now people are probably looking at you as the pro in these areas. (laughs) But I think, you know, entrepreneurs are still always learning and mental health never stops, you know? So how important has it been for you to continue prioritizing your specific mental health journey, especially as 
a, 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 an entrepreneur with, like we said at the beginning, so much responsibility with this little baby you have here. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be the first to say it's not easy. Like I, I definitely never want to give people the impression that I have it all figured out and I perfectly balance my work and my mental health. Like it's something that I'm always challenging myself to do. And I think it becomes, comes from a place, right. Of as an entrepreneur, like the hustle culture of being an entrepreneur is very much, you know, you're working hard, you don't have much work-life balance. Your mind is always going, you're always getting emails and people want you to check things and whatever, right? That's like very true. But also it's like, as a brand in the wellness space, a lot of the practices that I am preaching is like really balancing the demands of your life with like being intentional and creating space for you to feel calm and to pour back into yourself as well. So it's something that I have to practice on a daily basis. And I think too, it's it's even harder when it's something you really care about, right? Because something I notice is like, even if I set restrictions, like, okay, I'm going to close my laptop at six o'clock and I'm just going to pour into myself. Sometimes even pouring into myself, I'm like, oh, that's a good idea for this. And yeah. it's like, you gotta, yeah. um, but I think what practices have really helped me is just really like committing to like a couple things a day that really make me feel good and allowing those things to change. I think there is this narrative that we need to have this perfect morning routine. And like, we need to, I had times in my life too, where I was like waking up, then I was like journaling, then I was doing yoga and then I was going to the gym and then I was cooking myself breakfast. And I'm like, by the time my day was even like starting, I was just so exhausted. And I was like, I don't want to start my day exhausted. I want to start my day energized like what do I do to feel energized and for some people that might be going to the gym for some people that might just be a really slow morning right and I think it's like you have to listen to your body and give your body what it needs and allow that to change as your needs change Um, so I think that has been really important for me and then also just giving myself I think my biggest luxury is just having the freedom of choice right like some days I might be super, super productive and get so much done. And other days I might just have a slow day or I might want to work from somewhere else or I might want to be outside. I think that's the most amazing thing that I've been able to experience more recently is like, you know, I do have the space to choose when I work and like when I can pour into myself. And I think that has been just like really amazing and something that I like am so grateful for because I know I always had that. It, you know, it's so true. I think I actually recently made a TikTok video on a completely different topic, but I was talking about the importance of choice because it, I had been stitching a video where they kind of made it sound like it's only one or the other. They made it sound mm-hmm. like you don't get to have it all. You don't get to have a choice. It's either this or it's that. And so I made a video just kind of talking about that because I think choice and freedom and all of these things are are something that almost like you don't even know is possible when you start an entrepreneurship journey because I even think about my beginning five years ago I used to glamorize the fact that like I would forget to eat lunch that day or that I'm like I didn't even get to shower today because I was so on my hustle you know and like that was the thing that I learned from hearing other people say so then I was repeating that and Mm -hmm. so 
it makes it sound like if you want to be an entrepreneur, like just get ready to have no life, basically what you just said, no balance. And maybe in the beginning stage, like that could be a little bit true. You know, maybe in the beginning, you have to put a lot more into it than you would now three years down the line. But that's why you work the way that you do. You may make those short-term sacrifices before right. the long-term reward, which is being able to have, you know, the luxury of choice and being able to yeah. have that time freedom and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I'll be the first to say, like, I always say, I don't want to work hard forever. Like I'm always willing to work hard and do what I need to do, but like, I don't want to create a life or glamorize. Like, yeah. Like I know, for example, when I was in corporate, like people would almost like, it wasn't bragging, but they'd be like, oh yeah, like I'm so busy today. I have so many meetings. And it's like, I found myself doing something similar. It's like, that is not like <laughs> the goal. Like the goal is not to have so many meetings in a day. Like that's not what like your reward should be, or like that's not sh- what should make you feel accomplished. I think what would make me feel accomplished is doing things that, you know, I'm really passionate are really aligned with my interests that are bringing in money so that I can have things like choice, but also that I don't have to just like grind every day for 24 hours. And again, you will go through stages as an entrepreneur when you have to work hard and you have to make sacrifices. Absolutely. But again, like that should never be the forever goal to just work for the rest of your life. Yeah. It brings me back to that, you know, those coworkers that would like stay late and I'm like you're not gonna yeah. stay late yeah, like, yeah. if I'm not getting overtime if I'm not paid if I'm not getting paid hourly if I'm on a salary girl I'm not paying late if my job is nine to five I will walk in the door at nine and I will walk right back out at seven or yeah, five whatever time it was like that's it I'm yeah. out like that, I'm not. I agree. yeah um So that does pretty much wrap it all up. But I do want to know what your biggest piece of advice would be for girls that are on this journey or thinking about wanting to start their own passion projects. What would be your like go to way to kind of simplify some advice for them? Yeah, I would honestly say again, just do it. Like I think a lot of times we hold ourselves back with, stories that we tell ourselves, whether it's like the right time or if you have the resources needed. But I think ultimately, if you're going to do the thing and if you're going to be successful, you really do need to just do it. Um, So really like leaning on to like learning and being a student again and just doing what needs to be done. I think again, like you are the biggest person probably holding you back and you need to continuously you know, consume positive information, whether it's from podcasts or books or whatever, because again, like you want to tell your, you can, you want to tell yourself that you are the person that can create anything. And I think anybody who's ever built anything will give you similar advice because we won't judge because like, we've been through that same space. Like we've always started from somewhere, right? Like usually the people that are discouraging you are the people who have never created anything in their life. Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely don't listen to that. And again, just, just believe in yourself and know that, you know, it's going to be amazing if you really pursue what you're meant to do and what your passions are. Totally. I love that so much. So tell the girls where they can find you, where they can find your brand, all the ways to connect. 
Yeah, absolutely. They can find me on Instagram at Naya Jones. That's N-Y-A Jones. And then my business page, all socials were at inside then out and inside then out.com is when you can find our products and just learn more about us and our story. Amazing. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. I'm so glad that we got to talk about everything. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love this conversation so much. And that is all we have for today. I'm saving the last couple of Dear Victoria submissions that I have right now for my solo episodes. And I'm currently accepting all new submissions of whatever you girls need advice on. So email me your stories and situations to victoria.forthegirlspodcast at gmail.com. Make the subject say Dear Victoria and I will get back to you if your submission was used on an episode where I'm able to offer you some advice. Please note that I kindly ask you keep the story as short as possible because unfortunately some are just so long I won't be able to share them. I'm sorry it's just if they're too long then it's too much and then I have to condense it. It's just not going to work. So give me as many details are necessary but not all the fluff, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, that is all for today. Thank you girls so much for listening. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 